Welcome to the Watch OK Please podcast, a podcast where three friends try to convince each other to devote what little time they have left to watch more TV and or movies than they've ever wanted to watch. Please join us while we argue about our media cues and waste everyone's valuable time on things that just don't matter. Hey Watchers, it's Nine, and welcome back for some more strongly held, but ultimately pointless opinions on episode 75 of the Watch OK Please podcast. This week I pitched the show Schmigadoon, which is currently available on Apple+. And on the show we get into Barbara Streisand's theatrical debut, Jordan Peele's next movie, childless adults being invited to children's birthday parties, which of course led to bouncy house physics, and finally betting on podcasts. Oh, and a note and an apology. I noticed when I was editing this episode, when I say Keegan-Michael Key's name, it sounds like I'm saying Keegle-Michael Key. And I absolutely know that his name is pronounced Keegan. So, sorry to Keegan-Michael Key. And everybody else, do your Kegels. None of us is getting any younger. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or just give us a shout-out on our social media pages. Or if you have a show or movie you want us to watch, or just something you want us to randomly mention on air, leave us a voicemail on our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash watchokplease. Alright, watchers, let's get ready for another opening of another show. And if anyone gets that deep Cole Porter reference, my life will be slightly less meaningless than I thought. All right, so I'm going to ask a question that I actually think I already know the answer to, but I I know the listeners probably don't. So what do you guys generally think about musicals? <laughs> that's that's a that's a thumbs down for me usually. I'm not a huge musical guy. I mean, what I think I mentioned you? this quote, I mentioned this quote I think before the podcast. I don't remember which, which episode it was, but my wife once said, I never thought I'd meet a man that knows more about musicals than I do, let alone become his husband. But that, that being said, that being said, I I don't know much about modern music. I don't that much about modern musicals. Like I haven't listened to like some of these like these new you know off off stuff out there, but I hear they're amazing. So. Oh, that works out really well for this week's pitch, actually. Because okay, so I kind of knew Dan's answer because we've actually been in a musical together. That's we're, true. For the listeners, we were in a production of Anything Goes years ago. But Jason, I know you didn't like them. I'm just a I... broken down broker, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Billy Porter, broken down broker. <laughs> Jason, I knew you didn't like them, but it sounds like there are exceptions. So I'm curious about the exceptions. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't hate them. I mean, Hamilton, that's really good. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm trying to think, like, I don't, I don't like them that much. So I usually don't go to musicals or see a lot of musicals because I'm not a fan. So I, I I couldn't even tell you which musicals I prefer or don't prefer because I know so little. Uh, well, even during musicals. college, well, even, well, even during college, I mean, I mean, how many musicals that again, you had at least one per year in undergraduate theater collective, right. With, with Tim and or HTG, right. One, one each semester. And then, you got the production shows, which you have one once, you know, once every year as well. But again, how many of those did you actually see, even in your four years? Probably not that many, I'm guessing. Uh, I I couldn't even tell you. I 
if I knew someone in it, I would go, but that's like, which I usually did, but uh, that's yeah. like all, I don't know. I'm, there's sort of like somewhat of a, I don't know. I find that there can be a bit of like a theater split between musical and non-musical people. And I'm definitely the totally. not musical person. Yeah. yeah it's funny. Cause I kind of bridge that, I think a little bit because I did not grow up being interested in musicals at all. And the thing mm. that actually turned me was the American musical theater class in college because the professor who taught that he was, he was, he was basically a part of American musical history and that he, he would talk, he would talk about all these shows and he had been at the premiere. So it was kind of brilliant. Mm. Like he would talk about sitting mm. in wow. between Leonard Bernstein and Oscar Hammerstein. And like, like at, um, wow. I think that was at the, um, the first show that Barbara Streisand was ever in. I can get it for your wholesale. Wow. And it was just wild. They would just tell these amazing stories. So that's kind of got me into musicals more. I'm still not at the level of, of where Dan is per se. Cause I'm, I'm not, <laughs> but I do, I do love, them. I, I do enjoy them. And that guys, that's a listeners. That's a long way of me getting to what today's pitch is for. And it's for the show Schmigadoon. Cause we're still doing the Apple plus mm. thing. Cause I've still got yes. my free trial and <laughs> yeah, I really liked this show. So Schmigadoon, it's essentially sort of a parody of golden age musicals. Like the the early yes. stuff, or like uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff, mm. Lawrence Hart, and I think it works. And I think the reason that you'll both like it is well, one, Dan, it, it's it's got that focus on musicals itself, and it's it, it gets immersive into the you know the actual world of the musical, not to give too much away. And then Jason, one of the main characters, the one played by Kegel Mike and Key, Michael Key, hates musicals. Absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh, that sounds amazing. And I'm not giving too much away because it's pretty obvious from the beginning. They get stuck in this uh, him and um this ghost star, Cicely Strong, who play um, a married couple. Are they SNL, married? yeah. Married? They're not married. They're playing a, a a couple in a long-term relationship who gets stuck in essentially a musical. Kind of a riff mm. off off the musical Brigadoon for Folks who aren't uh, aware of yeah. uh, the musical, I'll let Dan summarize that because could you summarize Brigadoon real quick for me? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So basically, uh, the there there is there's you know uh, a couple a couple of guys are on vacation in Scotland, and out of the mist, basically once every hundred years, rises the town of Brigadoon, and basically a bunch of uh, romance, uh, action, fighting, you know, all ensues from this basically, and at the end. At the end, basically, it's obviously just you know it, it's a it's a love story uh, above all in there as well. And actually, uh, I want to ask you about something because like, where would you put this in relation to Seth MacFarlane's view of musicals and how he ties it into his various projects out there? I mean, he like he loves talking about Rex Harrison on Family Guy or portraying him, you know, and that and he they actually did a Bring a Dude parody on Family Guy. I don't know if you remember this, but you know, oh yeah. That's right. Donnie most Donnie most. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was cute. I think this takes it a little step further because it's, it's taking folks who are um, in the actual real world that Kegel, Michael Key and Cicely Strong play these doctors in a long-term relationship. who are trying to kind of work things out They're They've been together for a long time and, you know, they go on this hike and they end up getting stuck in this, uh, in the town of Schmigadoon because they get lost. And ultimately everything, it, the entire place is just one musical number after another. 
And <laughs> and so I think that takes it further than the Seth MacFarlane stuff with like kind of just the interstitial jokes here. But I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of those elements. So yeah, people are randomly singing, but the char- you know, the main characters that we're following, they don't understand why. So <laughs> that's why I think it kind of works for you both in that it, it's got yeah. that sensibility. I, th- it do- I think it does a really good job from both the aesthetic and, you know, the, the songwriting itself. It, it really does. It is very evocative of those old musicals, but it also is very clear that you don't understand why these people are singing for the most part, <laughs> you know, at least in, in the beginning, because the characters like, why is this, why is this a musical all of a sudden? And I know that's not Jason, that's not the biggest sell, but I think what may help is that Martin Short is involved in this. Oh, hey, who doesn't love Martin Short? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there are no murders. So, there's no bit there are there are buildings, there are no murders, <laughs> but we have Martin Short. <laughs> so I feel like this could work. Yeah. It's gotta be good then if Martin they, that actually sounds like it would be right up Martin Short's alley because he loves big, he loves flamboyant, he loves being over the top. And so, like, he's got to be someone who's in the Schmigadoon world, right? Like, he's not an outsider. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, actually, I was going to say, Brigadoon, I actually have seen Brigadoon. And to me, it's like the perfect illustration of why I don't like musicals. It's like the kind of musicals. It's the kind of musical that is like, oh, if you don't like musicals, you do not like Brigadoon. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's a hundred percent. I think on the mark. Yeah. So, but then you know, I'm I'm sort of intrigued here because um, you know this isn't. It sounds like this show is not a show that's living in the world of musicals. It's a show about musicals and how they interplay with the real, you've got actual characters who are supposed to be like, you know, normal quote unquote people entering this world and the interplay of that, which I don't know. I can see how that could be really, really funny, especially I love Keenan Michael K and I love Cecily strong. Mm. Well, I think it was kind of ironic for me here is that you think of it from his character's perspective, right? Who hates musicals. This is actually a nightmare. And that's kind of what, like, a Jordan Peele kind of riff on that. <laughs> a little bit. It, just, it just kind of struck me funny when we, we were mentioning that. He's never that. able to get out. <laughs> He's never I, able to get out. I wish there was someone who said get out at some point during this, but I don't think there is. Chase, do you like musicals? Nope. <laughs> this will be uh, Jordan Peele's next movie. It'll be Sing. why is everyone singing Ah! (laughs) wait isn't isn't sing the one isn't that the one that with all like the the animated one with all the talking animals yeah there is a movie called sing i it's supposed to be really bad i hear oh really even my kids didn't yeah my kids saw it and like even they were like this is really stupid i watched it with cheryl actually a little while ago because mikey used to love watching the taylor swift cover uh, clip that's in there and like mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's kind of cute i guess it, it's basically like watching celebrity and watching celebrities portray animated characters and do karaoke is pretty much what the movie is you know what's it's funny yeah. you mentioned sing um because our mutual friend mike z that's i guess his his kids 
or, or at least his oldest son was really into the into it to the point where they had a, a mm-hmm. sing themed birthday party for him. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I, I, okay. And I, I think as far as I know, I'm the only person I know that he asked to come and be one of the characters because I'm a huge, I, I'm That's... a huge Elton John fan. And I guess. Oh, like, right, right, right. In, in the there you sing, go. There's like a, a character who sings a lot of Elton John covers. It's Taron Egerton actually plays him. Oh, there you go. I don't know why he thought I wanted to do it. I politely <laughs> declined, but it was a, it was a cool idea. I was just so, I was like it just kind so of came out of nowhere. You were not still standing. No. Okay. I I I think the real shocker here is that you had something better to do than go to a kid's birthday party on a Saturday, <laughs> which is weird. Fair. That's, that's, that is that's weird. Usually, yeah. my life. <laughs> That's what that's wild. I, yeah, I've managed to avoid being stuck at children's birthday parties a lot as as a childless adult. But when I have been, man, that is wild. I think the I think the worst thing that's happened was being tackled by a child in a bouncy house. Ooh. Like I ah, knocked ouch. out. Like like flat out. <laughs> flat out. How, yeah. How big was this house. child? Not how big was this child? Not oh. large. But with it's that a, kind of velocity. It's a tree. Trajectory, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was crazy. And then that not having uh, ba- my, uh really my bounce in a bouncy house, mm. yeah. And everyone cracked up, and I was like, I don't even know why I'm here. See, that's <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know how to turn themselves into little like they they use the walls to get some momentum, so they can turn into little missiles. You know, you're on your back feet, figuring out <laughs> little kids are shooting by your head. Know. You know, all it took was one of them yeah. to take you out. I mean, like a war zone. Yeah, well, we, you know, some people who you didn't watch, you know, wrestling as a kid, they might not know how to use this, you know, the the size of the ring to get to, you know, to the best of your advantage in physics, so to speak. So, yeah, kids just figured out naturally. It was was very impressive. (laughs) I think overall, the show it's going to be pretty. I think you'll, I think you will honestly both like it, uh, regardless of your feelings on musicals. It's it's snappy. It's it's a. it's to the point it's to the, you know, kind of emphasized by the fact that it's only six episodes and each episode's around oh, wow. 30 minutes. So this is a quick watch. I was actually just going to have you guys watch. It's like a long movie, basically. Yeah. So. Essentially. Yeah. This is competing with the bear for the shortest show we've uh, had pitched on here. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like to me, man, that with the people who are involved in this, it sounds like there's going to be an opportunity that some of these side characters might be familiar faces from other other properties you might know oh that is an understatement sir this is a ridiculously <laughs> star-studded cast in my opinion yeah and it, it, it sort of ranges in from folks you you're definitely going to know like barton short fred armison uh shows up jane mm-hmm. krakowski and then okay. folks who are more, more focused on musicals like Kristen chenoweth is in it who mm-hmm. i actually can't stand i would say <laughs> you'll like her i know at all but she's good in this because she's playing a villain. But nine, but nine, she's popular. <laughs> she is. She is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with her, Ariana Debose, who I, I didn't really know, oh, but wow. I, I didn't see. Oh yeah, I guess she won an Oscar for West Side Story, that the film adaptation. She did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is great. Uh, Alan Cumming is also in this. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, he's great. Oh my god, I, I love, love Alan him. Cumming. And yeah. then the other two f- 
folks that you might know are Dove Cameron, who I, I didn't really know outside mm-hmm. of this, but I guess yep. I feel like she may be a Disney star, but she's excellent. Yes. Yes. She's yeah, Disney and she, she was in Disney and she was in the one of the last seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., believe it or not. Oh, random. Okay. Yeah. Very random. Very cool. All right. I literally just Googled her name. I've never seen her face before, ever. <laughs> I've heard the name pop up places, but I hadn't seen her before. She was on that show Descendants, which uh, yes. somehow yes. my yes. kids kind of missed that. But I know, uh, I know, like some kids who were approximately my kids' age really liked it. Oh, right. I do know right, a kid right. that loves yeah. that show. Okay, yeah, she's actually a yeah. Fan that, of that was this one, show. that was her breakout thing. I think. Gotcha. Actually, there there was a child who was listening to this podcast. So we I've mentioned to Dan before who actually loves Descendants. So hopefully she'll appreciate getting go. a shout out if she's still listening. Yeah, shout um, out one of our one of our friends' kids. But the only other person who you may know who I love, but um, I don't know if he's gotten enough uh, wide you know mainstream success is Jaime Camille. Hmm. Oh yeah, I yeah I think I know who that is. Yeah, hold on. He played a, a, a regular character on Jane the Virgin, which is another show that I might pitch down the road, mm. but which mm-hmm. doesn't get enough love, in my opinion. I think it's excellently written. And he, he's pretty good in this. He's amazing in Jane the Virgin, but he's good in this as well. Okay. And on top of all, all this, you know, star studded entertainment, this show, it, one of the songs did win an Emmy, from what I understand. So, Emmy, Emmy winning well, if, it Emmy, if it won an Emmy, it must be good. Yeah, I mean, and that's the spice. Because that's always yeah. right on point. Yeah. Hey, if you can I think I'm a sarcastic. <laughs> if you can win an Emmy for a song called Corn Puddin', I feel <laughs> like you've got something. Corn Puddin'. That sounds Fair good. enough. The way you said it just made me think of, uh, of uh, um, what's her face? Uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, gotcha. Oh, Puddin'. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But overall, between the the content itself, the the structure of the show, the snappy writing, the, the uh, you know the excellent performances, I I do think this is something you you guys are going to get into, and I think you'll be hoping there's a season two. I'll put money on you guys actually getting through the whole series. I think I'm going to sit. I'm going to I'm going to ask Cheryl to sit sit with me on this one. I think, I think she'll I think she might she might get get, get stuff from it. Yeah. So you've actually got an advantage because uh, Anna's going to be out of town this weekend. So I get I get full reign of the TV for uh, for forty eight hours. So there's a very unless I really hate it, there's a good chance I will get through this show. Excellent. That's wild. Hey, I mean, hey, you, you know, things happen. You know, you, you never know. It might, it <laughs> well, those, it. Might be one, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, I'll put ten dollars on you actually enjoying this. Damn. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, we haven't put money on the table on any of these pitches so far, and I think maybe that that's another element we need to add to this. Is that so cool? So wait a second. So you're putting ten dollars that I like it. So in order for me to win ten dollars, all I have to say is that I didn't like it. Yes, <laughs> that's all you have to do. All you have to do is lie. Essentially, is you're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give up your so, journalistic, journalistic integrity because you were going to love this, love this show. That's, that's I don't know, man. For ten dollars, I will come on here and I'll be like, "That is the worst show. No <laughs> one should watch it." 
I will destroy someone's career to win those ten dollars. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, Nyan. I, I even like next better than this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, if you come, if you come back with that during the feedback, there's no way I'll believe you, and I'll definitely know you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I, I just just think just thinking about. Um, you know, Brigadier just you know brings back a lot of memories for me. I, I'm I'm gonna definitely you know hopefully gain little pieces of that and think about the the. I think the, my my favorite piece of actually being in the show was actually the chase scene that occurs during 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 there, and we we use the audience and everything around us for that. And then like you know the spotlights were going crazy. It was it was a it was a fun fest. So good times. Nice. Very cool. Honestly, I'm very, very curious to hear what you guys think after you see this. And I'm looking forward to winning this $10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to beat you, Diane, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, that happened, folks, which uh, brings us to the end of another episode of the Watch OK, Please podcast. We hope you had a good time listening to us spout more nonsense today and hope you join us next week for another exercise in utility. In the meantime, please rate and review us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or just tell a friend about us. Until next week, keep on watching.